Welcome back to the Where the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies, a men's soccer edition. That's right, we're in the bubble. Recording live, as I always like to say, on location as a men's soccer team wraps up practice as he has been all season long. The head coach, Eric Pogue, joining me. Wes Mink, goalkeeper, really been making some waves, putting up some numbers as of late. And, Wes, this is your first uh, go-around here on the Where the Bear podcast. You fired up? You ready to rock? Man? Oh, yeah, excited. Let's do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Coach, um, as far as you guys go, and we'll get into uh, the last little bit since we last left you, and – We'll get into that. We'll get into what's going on with Wes and, and really what the immediate future of this team is. Uh, certainly no shortage of excitement as of late. But you guys, uh, especially in your last three now, 2-0-1-1 in your last three, a win over the Big Ten, a couple of shutouts as well. It's funny how quickly things can change, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, the last five, three, one and one, uh, you know, some some good games, some good league games that we played. So, the good. I mean, we're clicking at the right time, you know. Um, you're disappointed uh, not to to get those extra two points against Detroit because I thought you know arguably you know we played a great game against Ohio State we played a great game against uh, you know Michigan and some of these other teams Northern Kentucky but I thought Detroit was actually our best all-around effort um, from uh, you know from front to back and uh, everything in between and and just you know just a bit unlucky you know not a goalkeeper had a phenomenal day for him and uh you know, I, I said to the group, you know, like it's one thing if you're if you're playing a good team and like you out possess them and but you don't really create any chances and you're like, ah, yeah, we were the better team. Like you'll hear coaches say, you know, right. we had we had seventy percent possession, but if you did, hold the ball and you're not doing anything with it, yeah, what's the point of holding yeah, the ball? Yeah, so right? but it, that was, I mean, or or the chances you had were like half chances or sure. they were like awful, you know, right at the keeper. But I mean. This keeper may I mean I I literally was jumping up ready celebrating probably on at least three or four like <laughs> chances where you're like I'm not sure if he saved it or the ball hit him but uh, I mean well Wes that never happens right like when you stop it it's because of the goalkeeper oh right? yeah <laughs> of course yeah. it's a save until you All don't <laughs> until you don't exactly with the Golden Grizzlies coming off that nil-nil draw against Detroit Mercy as part of the Metro Series Rivalry Cup driven by Trinity Transportation. West for you, your second consecutive clean sheet. You've given up one goal in the last three matches. You've really solidified this goalkeeping position here at Oakland, especially over the course of the last couple of games. Is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of help from the defense, so they've, they've made it easy on me. But I think uh, they've... Uh, you know, I've instilled confidence back there, and uh, between the back line and myself, I think we're clicking, and I think we can uh, really keep this going. Coach, what's been the biggest difference that, that you've seen? You, you talked about that 3-1-1 three, three, one one mark in the last five. I mean, it's it's not it's not a one-off. There's a there's a pattern of consistency that's developed. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Wes hit at it. I mean, it, it's really instilled the confidence in the whole group, but uh, – you know, I don't know. It started a couple weeks ago. I mean, we got uh, guys just kind of buying into, um, you know, sometimes when you play for your life, you know, that's, I mean, we weren't back then, but, you know, it felt, we, we know we needed to turn it around. You know, we could either just keep going down that same road and, and not meeting our expectations or, or we could change, you know, what we're doing. And, uh, you know, the just the team front to back. I mean, we say all the time defending starts with the for, you know the center forward and it ends with Wes. And don't our, tell them that though. Yeah. Forwards don't want to hear that. And our attack, our, our attack, you know, starts with Wes and ends ends with the forwards. You know, so it has to be a complete eleven man effort. And you know, even 
you know, and that's what it's been. And I think that's a big difference is, uh, you know, it's a complete effort. It's the we, you know, the we, um, you know, not the me. And, uh, you know, it, it's translated into results and into success. And uh, we got to keep that going. Well, Wes, we brought up the, the run of play that you've had as of late. Now, a lot of people in the soccer circles, they, they know you, they know your story. But there's probably some people out there that are listening right now to this that maybe don't know your story. 2014, you come in as a freshman as part of arguably the greatest men's soccer team that Oakland University's ever seen. I mean, you guys go to the NCAA tournament, you beat Kentucky, a real blood and guts match against Michigan State that could have went either way. Both teams, I think, could have laid claim to a result uh, in that match as well. But you were dominant at times. You had a, a six straight shutout mark, I believe, was the, uh, was the record that you had going during that season. You're feeling high. You were a national college soccer news player, the defender of the week. Everything's riding high. You come into 2015, things don't go your way all of a sudden. The injury bug jumps up and grabs you. Mm -hmm. it, it's been a long road back for you, hasn't it? Yeah, it sure has. I mean, 2014 was great. Uh, memories forever that I'm going to have forever. And then 15, just that injury, it just really kind of knocked me down and uh, took a long time to get back to feeling like, I'm, like myself, like I had that agility that I had freshman year. And looking at that, Wes, look, there's got to be times, too, where, where when you're on that road back that self-doubt has to creep in there. I mean, and, and Eric, you, you you and I have talked about, we were talking about before we went on the air here, and, and you were a goalkeeper at the professional level. It's hard enough to be a goalkeeper mentally being healthy. It's hard enough to be a goalkeeper mentally. You, you mix in the injury bug, and, and can I trust it, can I not? Oftentimes that's the biggest battle you're going to face, yeah, isn't I, it? Yeah, I think it's hard because a lot of times it's – you know, I don't know, Wes, but it's probably one of the first times you've ever been, like, seriously injured. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, because they're playing at a really high level. So for a lot of these guys, it's the first time they've been injured, and they don't really know quite how to, to, to deal with it, how to handle it, the adversity. They're away from home, you know, the pressure, uh, you know, the schedule we're playing. Like, you know, it, it, it's a lot. And, uh, you know, I think... You know, Wes came in his freshman year and, and did a really simple, solid job for us. He had a great back line and, and team in front of him that, you know, to be fair, he really, really didn't, you know, he wasn't called upon to, to do too, too much. But when he was, he made the saves that he needed to. And, uh, you know, um, so what I'm seeing from Wes right now and this this part of, 20, you know, 2017 here is, is the Wes that I remember from a couple of years ago. And there you have it. I mean, two years later and, you know, the injury he had was, uh, you know, it, it was tough because it affects, you know, your agility, your quickness, your explosion, not to mention the biggest of all for a goalkeeper, which is, you know, your confidence and your belief in yourself. You know, something that, you know, my my former pro goalkeeper my pro goalkeepers that are playing right now steve clark with dc united and mitch hildebrandt playing with fc cincinnati and sean lewis playing with uh harrisburg city islanders i mean I, i'm on the phone with them all the time uh you know it's a day-to-day -day battle with confidence and, sure. and belief in yourself and people pointing the finger and you know, but that's what you sign up for when you play goalkeeper, man. That's why you love. That's why people say we're crazy. You are on the island, right, you Wes? Know? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's. But but that's what we sign up for. That's what we love, and that's what we hate at the same time. You know, but it's uh, you know, it's also, you know, the that's why people, you know, think goalkeepers are a bit a bit nuts. You know, we're throwing ourselves in front of the ball. We're taking all the abuse. Uh, you know, of letting goals in that we shouldn't, and you know those things. But it's just. 
you know, I, I think West done a really good job fighting through that. Um, you know, I think this fall we kind of went back and forth and the team struggled with consistency. The goalkeepers struggled with consistency. Um, you know, we gave you know, pretty much everyone got a little bit of a shot. And then, uh, you know, the team and West started clicking all at the same time. And I think, you know, there's parallel there to, to that. And, and we got to keep riding that because, uh, you know, our, our backs are up against the wall here in the Horizon League. There's no question about it. We'll, we'll get into that in just a couple minutes here on the Wear the Bear podcast. Men's Soccer Edition brought to you by the Evans Law Group, Eric Pogue, Wes Mink. Joining me, my name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. So, Wes, what about that, man? Because I'm always intrigued by this because this scenario, your scenario happens a lot in sports, but what you don't get a lot is the same answer because it's different for everyone. As we talked about, you're riding high. That gets taken away from you. Now you're trying to fight your way back. The self-doubt, everything that, that creeps in, how do you deal with that on a day-to-day -day basis in that you know you're not at your best, but you are what you are. I mean, the stat sheet says you are what you are. Your record says you are what you are. How do you get past that mentally when that's a lot That's a lot to carry? <laughs> that's a lot to carry for anybody. How do you get past that? I mean, it, it's tough. You just, you just got to keep grinding. It's a daily grind. Um, every day, you just got to keep pushing yourself to be better and better because you know you can always improve on every aspect of your game, um, especially, you know, with the injury. Coming back, it, it's it's tough because even other parts of your body like when I came back I in the spring my hip was it, was it was feeling all right then all of a sudden my body's not used to hitting the ground my shoulders start messing up right so it's just tough and you just got to keep you know rehabbing yourself it's a long long process but then once you get there it's it's so rewarding it, you feel good you feel back to back to normal and it's it's worth it I'm sure Wes will kind of tell you, you know, just from my experience and talking to the other guys playing right now, you know, I think it's important that support network that you have off the field as well, whether it's, you know, mm -hmm. your family, your girlfriend, your your coaches, your teammates, your friends, your family, like allow you to just escape all that and kind of reinforce, sure. you know, their belief, you know, their belief in you and that, you know, it's going to it's going to happen. It's going to come. I'm sure for Wes it, it, it took a lot longer than he hoped, but, you know, there's, I mean, he's got to enjoy what, he's, what he has, you know, and and we we still have a lot to accomplish here as a team, and, you know, all our goals are still in front of us, but we're not going to be able to keep saying that for much longer. <laughs> so uh, the, the calendar keeps uh, keeps ticking. There's, there's no doubt about it. But, you know, Wes, through all that, you kept coming back. I mm -hmm. mean, you, you weren't to be denied. This wasn't like it was a, a couple-month-long thing. What, what's the fuel that, that keeps you coming back? Is it that you know what you were at a certain point? Yeah, it's just that I know what I was capable of, and I wanted to to get to that level again and to be a, a part of a championship team again and, you know, just driving myself to to get to that point where I could be an effective, confident goalkeeper that I knew I could be. Yeah, I oh, think for ahead. him, no, I think – you want to you know you want to finish what you started you know like mm -hmm. i think sometimes it'd be easy you know with all west went through at times oh, i think i'm going to focus on school or i don't know you know like you know because it's tough it's a mental you know it, it fights you all the time but um you know for west you know even you know when he wasn't being selected to be the first keeper and you know some other guys were getting a chance this year like to be fair to west like he held he held it at you know he was a complete professional about it and he kind of waited for his opportunity and we told him it was going to come and 
you know, well, I told him hopefully it doesn't come, but that meant <laughs> that that meant we were playing well. But you know, some things happen, and uh, you know, we waited, and and like I said, we're we're starting to see the West Mink that that we saw in 2014, and you know why we recruited him, and you know why he was such a high level you know goalkeeper coming out of coming out of high school and there in Gold Lake and playing for uh, Cincinnati United Premier. I mean, um, and so. We still got a lot to go. Still got a long way to go. Goal Lake, the same high school as Matt Bolts, uh, that's in Golden oh, Grizzlies wow. business that's right. analysis. Oh, that's wow. right. So you guys can chop it up about the West. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> 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 the Where the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. And speaking of the Evans Law Group, attorneys who have the ability to align excellent legal knowledge with sharp business savvy provide real value to their clients. Dedicated to assisting businesses with their employment and labor law issues, the Evans Law Group provides real value to their clients. Perhaps this is why U.S. News and World Report recognizes the Evans Law Group as one of the best law firms in the United States and for the ninth straight year has recognized its founder, Cameron Evans, as one of the top lawyers in America in the field of employment law. To learn more, visit them on the web at www.evanslawgrp.com. Well, Coach, this has been a, a running segment that, that you've brought up and you brought it up here again where you say, hey, we, we're kind of running out of time. Well, I mean, we're, we're at the stretch here. Final three matches of Horizon League play coming up. You guys will hit the road this weekend at Belmont. You get that week off. You'll be at UIC. But, Wes, before we started recording, and I'll get your take on this first, I said, yeah, you know, your final match of the regular season is on November 3rd, but make no mistake, the, the Horizon League tournament's kind of started for you guys already, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, we need results. Otherwise, that tournament isn't – we're not <laughs> right. going to be part of it. So – you know, the pressure's on. We know what we got to do. We know we're capable of doing it. And we just got to go out and play and perform. Nothing, don't got to put any, you know, extra mental pressure on ourselves. We just got to play. We know we're capable of winning these games. You know, Coach, and, and you look at the table, and you knew this was going to be the case because it's a case every year. I, I find it funny in that because I, I even get myself caught up in it sometimes. You, you overanalyze the table, and you look at the table, and, and then you step back and you say, you knew that it was going to be like this. You're three points out of fourth. Like, I mean, it, it it's that simple. We knew this going in, but you get yourself all worked up about it nonetheless. But but again, though, Coach, there's three matches left. You're three points out of fourth, so away we go. It's a yeah. sprint to the finish. Yeah, I mean, the, this is the way the Horizon League always is. I mean, people don't remember last year that, you know, we're fighting for our life in the last game of the season against UIC. I mean, there was a chance if we didn't win that game that we weren't going to make the tournament there. Mm-hmm. You know, we popped from, you know, possibly not making the tournament. So you're talking, you know, seven, eight, nine, whatever it is to, you know, we popped all the way up to third, you know, third place. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, I think, you know, all we got to do is, is not put too much pressure on. I mean, we've really been playing playoff soccer here, you know, for, you know, I'd say the last five games, you know, really, because we just made a decision as a, as a team that, that you know, we weren't going to, we weren't going to, you know, stand for the way we were playing, and we, we know we'd like to have a couple of these league game back, and we know we'd like to have a couple of the chances about, uh, against some of the teams that, that took us out, you know, Cleveland State, Green Bay, um, uh, Wright State, you know. But in order to do that, you know, we gotta we got to knock off some pretty tough teams. Going down to Belmont is... You know, it's never an easy task. Um, you know, they're they're riding a two-game win streak right now. Um, you know, they they got a league win, and then they they beat Eastern Illinois yesterday. And it's always tough to go down there and play because you know, 
Uh, Brian does a really good job with his group, and they're very defensive-minded, and it's always tough to get results down there. And, uh, you know, then we turn around, and, you know, UIC and Milwaukee, those are two of the perennial top programs in the country. Um, so going to Chicago and then senior night against Milwaukee, you know, my guess is going to come down to Friday night against Milwaukee on senior night because because it always does. That's because it always does. <laughs> so uh, so there'll be a few more sleepless uh, weeks. I I have a feeling. So uh, but for me, I mean, I got a lot of ton of confidence in these guys. I mean, just the way they've been playing lately. Sure. I mean, I think oh god, they play great against Michigan. You know, and then next thing I know, they play Northern Kentucky, and I'm like, wow, if, wow, they played really well there in a tough environment. And then I'm like, oh, then we play Ohio State, and we played, you know, fantastic there. And I'm like, well, I'm not sure w that we can, you know, then do the Detroit game, you know, we were, uh, you know, I think top to bottom is our best complete effort, you know, besides the score line. I mean, you can't be upset as a coach when the guys give, you know, every ounce that they have in that game. And, uh you know, so if we can continue on that path and, and stay positive, stay upbeat, believe in ourselves and, and just focus on us and not so much the table and Belmont and everything else. Because if we play the way we did against Detroit, the way we did against Ohio State, the way we did against Michigan, the way we did against Northern Kentucky, you know, the, the results will take care of themselves, you know. So we just got to kind of day in and day, day out, you know, put in a shift and, and the results will come. Wes, looking at it too, that that Michigan match really is where the season seemed to turn uh, for you guys. You guys got a big win uh, at VCU coming out of the gates, and and as I look at the United Coaches Soccer poll, like oh yeah, it, Oakland got a win against those guys, got a win against those guys, got a win against those guys, but that Michigan match is really where it, it seemed to flip. You guys had lost, I think six or seven at that point. All of a sudden, you get that win at Michigan that nobody outside of your locker room gave you any inkling of a chance that you would even get a draw out of that match. I, I, I'm probably overstating that, but it's probably pretty accurate. You guys get that win, and, and that's really where the fortune seemed to change. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. That gave us a lot of confidence because we knew we were capable of uh, playing playing with those big programs. And uh, to go out there and especially to go goal down and then to come right back and just put two goals in and play strong all the way to the finish, that really gave us confidence, really solidified that we know we can play with anybody in the country. We just got to play. Yeah, I think the big thing there, Neil, is, uh, you know, we, we turned around and went up to Green Bay and got our teeth kicked in. Right. You know, and so I think what it did is it also was like, all right, you can be this, mm -hmm. but four days later you, you, can, be you can be this too. Right. You know, if you, you know, and – and so, and, and credit to Green Bay, they're a good team, you know, and, and that's a tough travel trip. And I think, you know, we, you know, so I think it, it was a good kind of, you know, kick in the gut again back and been like, all right, like we are capable of this, but we can turn around just as easily be this. And so, um, you know, I thought that next week we, we, we kind of put a, a, a good week of training together heading into NKU. And, uh, you know, to me, even though Michigan game's a turning point, to me it was really Northern Kentucky for me because Northern Kentucky was just a just an absolute, like, you know, two teams that just wanted to win. Street fight. Sideline, yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> it was a street fight. Yeah, I mean, it was a knockdown, drag out, bloodbath. Um, you know, credit to that that group and the, the two sidelines were going at each other and, and – I think that, along with actually going down there and spending some time together, and um, I think that's really where it shifted. I mean, but 
you know, since then it's just been, you know, we've been, uh, we've been really good and, and, uh, you know, we just got to continue on that route. Wes, Gold Lake High School. We, mm -hmm. we talked about it earlier. Take me through a weekend at <laughs> Gold Lake High School. What's, what's popping over there on the west side of the state? What's Wes Mink, soccer star? What's a weekend right. shape up for him in, at Gold Lake High School? Hey, man, uh, probably going out to the field, getting a little work in, you know, coming back, maybe hanging with some buddies. Uh, we got a nice lake out there, so it's always fun to get out there, spend the day in the sun. But, uh, hey, there's no, a reason no. Wes says, uh, you know, I think I'm gonna play back in Kalamazoo this summer. <laughs> yeah, every <laughs> summer, you know, like that that lake's nice to be close to. I'm sure, uh, you know, every single day when you're in the summertime when you're coming home, and you know, so I, I, being from Western, playing at Western Michigan myself, I know my buddies and friends that lived out, you know, Richland, Gold Lake, playing well, you know, all those areas. I mean. There's there's some there's some good times to be had there on the west side. <laughs> yes, so sure are. Well, hopefully there's some good times to be had for this soccer team as you guys get ready to wind it up. So uh, uh, I'll tell you guys this: the next time we do this, how about we're breaking down Horizon League tournament play? How about that? Yes, let's make Sounds that happen. Sounds good. West Mink, thank you for your time. Head coach Eric Polk, thank you as well. You've been listening to the Where the Bear podcast, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Thank you for listening, everybody. Well, see you later. <laughs>